and welcome to Talking Puppies. I'm Eleanor, and I'm here with my Uncle Ben. Hello. And today we're talking Golden Retrievers. Golden Retrievers are awesome dogs. They're classic. Everybody's seen a Golden Retriever. I think they're like what a dog looks like. Like, that's a Golden Retriever. There's a standard there. And we actually had a Golden Retriever growing up named Goldie. Not a creative name, but a name that we came up with. So that's that's something. If we came up with it, that's something. Before we get into everything about golden retrievers, let's start with the basic facts. All right, basic facts. They live for about 10 to 12 years, so they live for pretty long. Females weigh about 55 to 65 pounds, and males weigh about 65 to 75 pounds. They are about two feet tall, and they're great family dogs. They're great with kids and great with other pets. They're very loyal, too. Yeah, they are. They're also very social, so they like to be with other animals or people not just alone yeah they're not isolated dogs they're they're part of the i think they're part of the working class so they like having those those jobs to them um so they're high energy you've got to run these dogs they do very well if they have a job to do which takes us into their history Some of the dogs that we've gone over, we don't really know their history very well or their history had some controversy of, were they bred with this dog or this dog? With Golden Retrievers, there are actually specific notes, a copious amount of notes. That's a lot. Copious means a lot of. Very clear. Very clear uh, notes of this dog being bred in the 18 middle Middle 19th century, like 1830s to 50s to 60s, yeah. with Dudley Majory Banks. He's a Scottish well, landowner. Dogs. He wanted to make dogs. He wanted to have a specific breed that could do uh, retrieving both on land and in water. Because yeah. in Scotland, in the Scottish Highlands, it's very wet. So there's kind of like marshes and whatever other water features are in Scotland. Now, Dudley later became Lord Tweedmouth. Of the Guisacon house. Lord Forquad. <laughs> <laughs> and that's where the Golden Retriever comes from. And they were bred yeah. and used with the Scottish elite who would go hunting for fowl. And yeah. so these dogs that could retrieve both on land and in water. They they have soft mouths. How did, how do you know that? Do you did you feel their mouths? Feeling <laughs> stupid shit. <laughs> Doing dumb dad (laughs) jokes over here. (laughs) Yes, I've touched my golden retriever's mouth. They have soft mouths very similar to uh, that other dog. I forgot you had one. Yeah, (laughs) you forgot from five minutes ago or ten minutes ago at this point. Um, Ten minutes, 30, 40. They have soft mouths, which are really great for retrieving dogs. So when a bird was shot, Yep. And they went to retrieve it. They wouldn't smash it or make make duck soup on their way back to <laughs> delivering the animal. You can't out dad me. <laughs> I can't. I so can. You're not a dad yet. And you're those how old? <laughs> these working class dogs are still used in that category today because they're they help people out quite a bit. Yeah, they're service animals, and I really like them because they really help people. The only downside about service animals is that. A lot of people think it's fine to just pet like dogs you see out, which is really bad and can actually be really harmful to the owner of that dog or whatever animal. 
that's the only downside of service animals, but otherwise... They're... <laughs> the the downside being they're super cute, you want to pet them, but you shouldn't? Yeah. A lot of people still do, and it's really bad. We, we definitely have a culture of you see an animal and you want to pet it right away. Um, yeah. I know that I feel like that from time to time because they're, they're cute yeah, animals. They're cute or adorable. But exactly right. What you're saying is very dead on. You yep. can't pet service animals because they're doing yep. a job. I mean, think of it this way. Would you pet a construction worker? These dogs are really trainable, very smart. Yes, very smart animals. For that reason, they've been used in film and TV quite a bit. Yeah, the AirPod franchise is a franchise that's pretty commonly known. And it's involving almost the whole cast as golden retrievers. There's, I don't know how many of those movies there's been, but there, there was, was Airbud, so the first one. Yep. Air Buddies, mm-hmm. Snow Buddies, and those are the three I can name for the top of my head. Oh, Santa Buddies, Super Buddies. Santa Buddies, Super Buddies. And, and I think there were several Airbud films too. Yeah. Um, so, Golden Retriever there, easily to train them. Um, yep. Full House. Yep, Full House is a pretty common Netflix show that a lot of people like. Fuller House also has a golden retriever. Um, Up has a golden retriever in it, and the name is Doug, and that is a sad, sad movie. Yeah, Up, yeah. Yeah, the last time I watched it, I was literally, so I didn't quite get it, and now that I get it, I cannot watch it. Another sad movie, but I would say more uplifting in the end would be Homeward Bound. Have you seen yes. that one? Homeward Bound. It was very sad at the beginning. A lot of dog movies are like that. They start off with the sad kind of backstory-ish, like A Long Way Home. A Dog's Purpose. Art of Racing in the Rain, I think, is about a golden retriever. Oh. Marley and Me is about a golden retriever. There's golden retrievers everywhere. I'm just saying, A Dog's a dog's Purpose. So sad. I cried so much. Yeah, I stopped watching dog movies because they are just sad. Like... <laughs> You, yeah. They're so sad. Anyways, anyways. Um, there's other famous golden retrievers. Gerald yes. Ford had a golden retriever when he was in office named Liberty. Uh, Ronald Reagan had one named Victory. Yep. And also um, she... Ran for president, right? Ran for president. Uh, Elizabeth Warren. She also had a golden retriever that yes. she used in some of her campaign ads. There is a golden retriever named Ray Charles who's blind. And there's <laughs> there's a golden retriever named Pinky who won oh. best in breed and was the uh this I don't know what you would say, the surrogate um so Oh yes. There was surrogate. a There we go. Surrogate. The word is surrogate mother to tigers. That is just incredible to me cuz yeah, like I said before, they're really good with other animals, so I see why. But it just caught me off guard because when you think of a tiger and things like that, you think not something you would want to cuddle with. You think of a golden retriever, you want to cuddle with it. You want to play with it. The golden retriever is like, hey, I'm good with anybody. And I thought that was so interesting. Not the first time it's happened. Yeah. Um, I believe... That's what surprised me, that it has happened before. The Chinese zoo has a golden retriever that is the mother to... Tigers, lions, and hyena cubs. That is just crazy to me. So we can go on and on with famous golden retrievers. There's also a heroic story of this golden retriever who helped his owner save these other two dogs that were in a frozen lake. 
these dogs will go on and on and on about how amazing these yeah. dogs Another are. Another quick thing, uh, there was a couple golden retrievers uh, as rescue dogs during after the 9-11 incident. That's right. They went into the the wreckage. What would you call that? Rubble. They went into the rubble and were helping yes. find people uh, days and days after that. So beyond just these dogs being incredible and famous, yes. here are some fun facts about the Golden Retriever. Yeah, so like Newfoundlands and other water dogs, they have webbed feet. They are actually the fourth smartest dog breed in the world. They are world record holders. Yes. There is a dog that has the loudest bark, which yep. is louder than a chainsaw. Wow, that's incredibly loud. Yeah, it's not as consistent as a chainsaw. It doesn't, yeah. It's not a bark that holds that long, but it is louder than a chainsaw. And they also have another world record as yes. well. A golden retriever uh, beat the world record for how many tennis balls a dog... Is a dog or anyone? It's. I mean, <laughs> have people tried? I, I'm sure people have tried. I mean, I would assume that a human couldn't hold six tennis balls in their mouth. <laughs> Unless they shove it in their throat. That's not in their mouth at that point. That's just in their body. <laughs> just, All right, go take that again. Finley, a golden retriever, held six tennis balls in his mouth. Some more facts is that this one I thought was really cool. Uh, their faces will start turning gray at around seven to eight years old, which that's really cool. So if you've ever seen a golden retriever with a whiter face, that means they're just getting older. And the oldest golden retriever was actually 20 years old. So that's like eight years longer than they're expected. They could have almost drank. <laughs> so close. <laughs> so close. In dog years, they could have had some doggy alcohol. <laughs> What's that? Doggy alcohol? Yeah. It's fermented dog water. <laughs> All right. And there was this one golden, which is really cool. Murphy, a golden retriever, survived two years in the wild by himself. He was lost during a camping trip. And then around two years later, someone found him and told the family and they got him. But that's just crazy. A golden retriever survived. Do you survived. think the family wanted the dog back after those two years? I think you would. I would want my dog back. After two years, you would... <laughs> I guess that makes sense. I would still miss my dog at two years. That's that's fair. That's fair. Um, I'd still miss him after 100. Aww. Pros and cons of this very, very popular dog. The con is that they do shed a lot. Mm -hmm. the, as those water dogs, they have that top coat. and that. Yep, double coat. Double coat, that's right. But a good thing is that they don't drool much. Yeah, their mouths shut. So they <laughs> don't have water just dripping out of them. When little dogs shed, it gets all the hair just gets stuck because they're so tiny. So I think like longer hair is kind of nicer because even if it sheds more, it's easier to find and get. Because <laughs> it's more visible. <laughs> so you can see the longer <laughs> strips of hair. So you're like, ah, that's better. At least you can see it. It's not those hidden hairs. Uh, that's a toss up. I say shedding is shedding. <laughs> yeah. They also have to be brushed every three three to seven times a week which is quite a lot mm -hmm. and they're very energetic too so you very have energetic. to exercise them yeah about one to two hours of exercise is what's recommended or else they're gonna go crazy inside and they are dogs that naturally chew yes so if you don't get that 
energy out, that aggression out, they will chew your stuff up. Yeah, but they also have to be bathed once or twice a month. Yeah, because they'll get stinky. Now, the rank. Yes. This is my, my always least favorite part because mm-hmm. all dogs have should have the same ranking. But they don't. One. And the Golden Retriever has always been near the top of that list. It's been number three for a very, very long time. Yeah, very long. Even with uh, popularity, which I got into that ranking, uh, popularity, it was three for like five or six years in a row. And even then, I didn't have research from late before that uh and for 2020 they ranked fourth most popular usually they were third but this year they were bumped down um i mean it happens you know you've been you've been top dog for a long time yep somebody's gonna take your spot he was in they were in the top three for quite a while now to end this i have a rather long poem and i would invite you all to look up the original of this poem. It's from Jimmy Stewart on Johnny Carson. And it's Jimmy Stewart reading a poem that he wrote about his beloved dog, Bo. He never came to me when I would call, unless I had a tennis ball, or he felt like it. But mostly he didn't come at all. When he was young, he never learned to heal or sit or stay. He did things his own way. Discipline was not his bag. But when you were with him, things sure didn't drag. I'm already loving this. He'd dig up a rose bush just to spite me. And when I'd grab him, he'd turn and bite me. <clears throat> he bit lots of folks from day to day. The delivery boy was his favorite prey. <clears throat> the gas man wouldn't read our meter. He said we owned a real man eater. He set the house on fire. But that's a story long to tell. Suffice it to say that he survived. And the house survived as well. On the evening walks, and Gloria took him... He was always first out the door. The old one and I brought up the rear because our bones were sore. He would charge up the street with mom hanging on. What a beautiful pair they were. And if it was still light and the tourists were out, they created a bit of a stir. But every once in a while, he would stop in his tracks and with a frown on his face, look around. It was just to make sure that the old one was there and would follow him where he was bound. We are early to betters at our house. I guess I'm the first to retire. And as I'd leave the room, he'd look at me and get up from his place by the fire. He knew where the tennis balls were upstairs, and I'd give him one for a while. He would push it under the bed with his nose, and I'd fish it out with a smile. And before very long, he'd tire of the ball and be asleep in his corner in no time at all. And there were nights when I'd feel him climb upon our bed and lie between us, and I'd pat his head. And there were nights when I'd feel his stare, and I'd wake up, and he'd be sitting there. And I'd reach out my hand and stroke his hair. And sometimes I'd feel him sigh, and I think I knew the reason why. He would wake up at night, and he would have this fear of the dark, of life, of lots of things. And he'd be glad to have me near. And now, he's dead. And there are nights when I think I feel him. Climb upon our bed and lie between us. And I pat his head. And there are nights when I think I feel that stare, and I reach out my hand to stroke his hair. But he's not there. Oh, how I wish that wasn't so. I'll always love a dog named Bo. Very sad poem, so I'm sorry about that. But I think it's so beautiful because it was this very famous man who kind of had everything that he could ever want. But that dog, that companion, was still very much loved 
by yeah. him. So, the golden retriever. Yep. I give it a thumbs up. <laughs> I don't know. We don't rank dogs. I think. I think we this is. We don't rank dogs. I think a golden retriever is a very magical dog. That's one. How many have you said you liked? I've actually said I've liked quite a few. The more boxers, and more I study. Boxers you did love. Um, I really like poodles as well. With this podcast, I have two goals. One, get rid of the ranking system and show everyone that all dogs deserve to be number one. They're all perfect, especially to their owners, especially to those less common breeds. And my second one, to get my uncle here to get a dog. I'll get a dog in time. What about now? No, not now. Why? Um, so that is it for Golden Retrievers. Yep. All right, next up, Basset Hounds. I think those are like deep-voiced dogs for some reason. <laughs> that sounded like a frog, but we'll start with that. We've got a lot of learning to do. 